Welcome to our podcast, Batman is a what? We are two Norwegian nerds. We had an idea to take pop culture icons and make them into D&D characters. I'm BH. And I'm Ben. Batman is a what? Each episode, we're going to take a pop culture icon from uh, movies, TV series, comics, books, and other source material, and we're going to try to make them as a playable D&D character. We are going to follow the rules as closely as possible. Yes, we're going to use the official D&D books uh, and no homebrew. We will try to make the characters as low level as possible, but sometimes they have to be a higher level because we want to reflect the pop culture icons in the D&D character. The only exception is that we will be placing out the ability scores instead of using the point by system or throwing the dice or throwing the dice because we want to capture the character as close to that character as possible. Yes, the details will be explored in that section of the podcast. Our characters will not be a perfect representation of the character since we have not planned this ahead. We will be discussing and finding out the character now. Yes. And we will finalize the characters in the character sheets, which we will publish on our website after the episode is published. To find out which character we're going to talk about, we have made a list of 100 pop culture icons. And we have a D100 dice to throw to see which one we will talk about today. It will be quite random and we will fill up the list of 100 characters, so it will always contain 100 characters. And if you have any suggestions of which character we should do, Please send them to us. Alright, let's see which character we're going to talk about today. That's 77. 77 is Elsa. Elsa. Frozen. The Disney princess. Okay, so Elsa, she's the Disney princess from the movie Frozen, which both Ben and I enjoy. And she's quite elementally themed. She's based on a character from H.C. Uh, Anderson's universe, the Ice Queen, but that's just vaguely based on. Yes, so we'll mainly be focusing on the character in the movie. And the movie is set in a town called Arendelle, which is basically uh, an, a version of the Norwegian town Arndal. So it's quite uh, close to our hearts geographically. Yeah, it's fitting. Okay, so Elsa, she is... More a queen, not a princess, per se. She's not strictly a Disney princess, but... One of the things that make her stand out from the other princesses is that there is no low interest for her. No, and so she's she... sort of the villain. She, she is sort of the villain for most of the movie, kind of. Yeah, she's not really the villain, but she dooms the whole town and surrounding yeah. area. Because she makes winter. She has great control and not so great control over ice and wind and all the things. She's kind of in the beginning of understanding her powers. Maybe that makes her quite a low level. We'll see what we can make yeah. if, if it's possible. But she has quite some powerful abilities. Yeah, I think she's going to be a spell slinger. Yes, I think I think when we get to class it will be quite obvious, but I'm sure you're going to do something strange. I'll try my best. Race. So, which race should Elsa be? I'm thinking just plain old human. Yeah, that's uh, logical, and she is in the movie, but I think we should perhaps explore at least one other, just for fun. Yeah, I've been looking here at one myself. First I thought uh, half-elf, because why not? But then I thought, why? 
Yeah. There's not really a reason why. But the one I want to mention is water ganache. I see what you're thinking. Because the ganache, they use constitution as their spellcasting uh, modifier. And that's kind of her nature. It's just a part of her. It's not something she's learned, per se, the magic. Yeah. So that could be fun. She lives by the shore, so it fits the theme. And ice is water. Ice is water. And that's... So we could uh, see some of the water spells heightened as frozen water. And quite a lot of what we see in D&D is usually water or wind-based. And I feel like it's a combination of them. Wind, the weather uh, effects from the press to wind ganache. And the water ganache is thawed out water and yeah. thawed out snow. Yeah, because the ganache is kind of an elemental spirited race. But the water ganache is quite watery. They... Yeah usually look quite wet or watery and they have some swimming and being able to hold their breath and water magic that's purely water not that icy you're onto something i just think that human is kind of boring but so that the water ganache would be a fun build but i, I see uh, the problem is that it's water and not ice so that, it yeah. doesn't really work for this you character. can't control the ice or control the snow with it and that's sort of the point yeah i thought of one idea that i just had to check if it worked, and that's the Eladrin. They have a seasonal theme to it. Yeah, because that's uh, one of the subjects of the elf. Yes, and I thought perhaps if she got stuck in the winter part, she could be a winter elf. But the wintry Eladrin effect had to do with frightening the enemies. Yeah, when she, she face steps, so teleportation, and that, that's not really Elsa. No, and she doesn't frighten them on purpose. They're just frightened because she has powers. Yes. She's different. That's the problem. There are other ways we can frighten people. Uh, the question then is, should she be a human or a human variant? I'm thinking perhaps the human variant, because I know we have the ability then to get one extra feat. Yeah. And I think you're going to enjoy that one. That's... There are some things that I think about when it comes to feats. And I think she doesn't need to have plus one in every thing no, that the human does. No, she... No. Then it's more fun to pick your feet. She's more normal in many stats than the ones we have had before. Yeah, definitely. So this will be a kind of a, a different but the same. Yeah. So let's go for a variant human. Yes, a variant human, which then gives her a feat. And one extra skill proficiency. Class. We might be agreeing on what kind of class... Elsa is, or we might not, because I have some suggestions, quite a few actually. My first thought here was, she she obviously knows magic. Is this something she has learned or studied? Mm. Not really. Not really, and that's why sorcerer might be the most logical choice. It is, because it's something in her. And if we go for sorcerer, I think wild magic. I think also wild magic. She rolled a five and froze land exactly. on a wild magic surge. I would then advise perhaps to make a custom wild magic table. Try and get one specially made around the wintry theme. That would be fun. Because that will really okay. fit. I think we'll we'll get back to Sorcerer, because I think maybe that's where we're going to end up. But there are other sub-sorcerers that we might get. Yeah, and there are other classes that I want to mention as well. The first one, I think, is kind of funny, because Frozen, the movie, is a musical. Yeah. So I thought, maybe a bard. Bard. Yeah, I see that one. And then I thought, okay, the bard is not very cool, not very many spells at the base level. Uh, at level 3 for a bard, you can choose a college. And I think the College of Glamour would fit yes. quite well. And it would fit thematically. 
Yeah. It's to do with the Fae and the otherworldly. And that's quite important in Norse lore as well. The it trolls is. would easily fit under Fae-type creature in the Norse lore. So there are already present elements of the Fae in the movies. Yeah, and I think just the, the names themselves. And of course, the, the mightiest magic we see her do in the movie are during singing. Yeah, it is. Raises the ice castle and... She makes the ice troll. Yes. And she changes the outfit and that's... One of the things, I've, if she's a College of Glamour bard, uh, she has something called Mantle of Inspiration. As a bonus action, you can ex- expend one use of your bardic inspirations to grant yourself a wondrous appearance. Yeah, that could fit. And that's kind of what she does with the dress when she starts her uh, journey. And she also has the enthralling performance, which captivates the audience when she sings. So maybe not the other characters in the movie, but us as the audience watching the movie. I think the song Let It Go... It yeah. has captivated the audience, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, it really has. I'm not sure that bard fits, but I think it's a funny thing to mention. because yeah, it's, I think it we need the to mention the, the, bard, the bard in perhaps all the Disney princesses. Yeah, perhaps. Most of them would need the bard somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, that's an idea. There are very few classes that focus on the, the winter aspect. I can think of one. It doesn't fit at all, but it is winter-based, and that is a barbarian class. A barbarian? Yeah, she's not a barbarian. No, because... But there's a storm (laughs) herald. They have Ah. tundra. Will cold damage and giving resistance to cold damage. And that fits quite well. The barbarian doesn't fit at all. But is that a level one thing? No, it's not. No, so, we, so we she, can't... Ne- she would need to be quite. Uh, she would need to be sixth level to get the resistance. Yeah, that doesn't work at all. But barbarian doesn't work either. No, but she. You could say she... that extreme emotions makes things happen, but no, I'm not feeling a barbarian. I'm still feeling sorcerer. I thought of another based on the subclass, and that's the cleric tempest domain. Yeah. But uh, when I tried to find out more about it, it's not quite what she does, but there's some spells you get. Fog cloud, thunder wave, gust of wind, shatter, cold lightning, sleet storm, control water, ice storm. That's a level 7. Quite a lot that fits. Yeah, destructive wave, insect plague. So the ice storm would be cool. But Yeah, she might be able to get that from the sorcerer. If you look at the lyrics to the Let It Go, she says that the wind is howling like this swirling storm inside and couldn't keep it in. She yeah. clearly has a storm inside her, so storm is something. Don't so, really feel it. Oh, but it's good that we mentioned the barbarian and the cleric. Could she be a wizard? I don't think so. She needs to study yeah. too much. And I don't feel warlock either. No, definitely not warlock. No, she might. Her parents might have made a deal that we do not know about and... The firstborn trope is, of course, yeah, it could be prevalent. But I, I don't think that based on how they react in the movie. No, I don't think so. They're more shocked. Okay, so let's go for sorcerer, and maybe we'll dip our toes into bard. Maybe I'm thinking in the sorcerer there are a few that is worth mentioning. Some from the player's guide, or actually both from the player's guide, are worth mentioning. I feel the wild magic stronger, but draconic is not unlike. Okay, you have the silver. And the white dragon ancestry, that's cold damage. You can use a spell point to be resistant to cold damage. You can deal extra damage after a while with uh, cold-based damage. That could fit in. I still feel wild magic more. The storm sorcerer seems to be more wind and lightning and thunder-based, so it's not really that fitting. There's one more sorcerer that might fit. There's an Arthakana that came out not too long ago, and it's Norse-based. 
But since it's North Arcana, is it now official? No. It might come out later as official, but it should be mentioned. Most of the giants in uh, D&D, they speak some Norse and they use runes and they're quite Nordic. And the Underthakana sorcerer is the giant soul with giant ancestor. And there you have the frost giant. And that would give her spells like the armor of Agathis, which is frost covering her, and ray of frost, and would be more frost based. But I don't really think it... It could be fun, but since it's Underthakana, I think we should... Keep away from it. Yeah, let yeah. it go. I think perhaps wild magic is still the best. Yeah, okay. So let's go for sorcerer wild magic. Then we have to find out which level she's going to be. And if we're going to be a third level bard for the fun of it. Yeah, more multiclassing. We might be able to make this one without multiclassing at all. Yeah, yeah we might. But just, just keep it in mind that the bard College of Glamour has something going for it that might fit this character very well. Yeah. But we're going to focus on sorcerer and then perhaps keep the level lower. What do you think, wild magic? How high does she need to go? I think we need to look a bit on the spells she will need because the wild magic bits about bending luck at level 6 doesn't really fit her that much. Nope. She's not in control of her own luck. She's quite unlucky. But uh, the only spell that I... There is one spell I think about. Yeah. That she that's too high for her to get, I feel. We can't base the character on her. But it's in the Sanatar's guide. It's the Mighty Fortress. Ah. Yeah, it's not I believe okay, on the sorcerer's spell list, but it will make her a castle. And but she it... does that just by stamping her foot. She does. But I think we can get away with that as an illusion. Yeah, perhaps. But the illusion kills people. No, Almost no, it hurts I... people at least. Yeah, that's the ice spikes that she makes. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps those are not illusions, but yeah. the, uh, because making a castle it. is quite high level. It is. So just to make it possible to still, we can call it an illusion. We can call that one an illusion. Yeah. But then how would you but she, how would you describe she, Olaf? Yeah, Olaf and the giant uh, yeah. snow giant. I would say that Olaf is more high magic because he can yeah. think for himself. The, the other giant is a bit more dumb. How she creates Olaf and the snow giant will determine. It might how just high be wild magic. <laughs> it definitely can be because I think just random o- chance. O- Olaf just uh, appeared because they made a snowman that looked like that when they were kids. Yeah. So that just happened because she was building stuff. Yeah, uh, she didn't perhaps want to give it life. It was just wild magic yeah, surging into him. Yeah, because Olaf is more like Anna's friend than Elsa's, and the other one is kind of just an something to protect her that takes the form of a giant snow monster. So yeah, we could explain those to wild magic. Okay, so have we come any closer to which level we should set her at? I still think we need to see if there's some... which spells she needs, if there are any that we cannot create this character without. But I feel that we don't have to go past five. So at level five, she'll get two level three spells. Yes. There's the ice storm at level four, I believe, that would be quite fitting. That we need to have an ice storm because that's the whole point, isn't it? But then she'd have to be level seven to get level four spell. That's quite high. It is. Okay, so we think that she must be at least level five because then she gets, uh, let's see here, six, five cantrips, 
four level one spells, three level two spells, and two level three spells. There are cool spells you can get higher levels, but I don't feel like Elsa is high level. She's sort of starting. I and think so too. And fifth level isn't a starting character, I know, but she's too powerful to be level 3 character. You could also think about multiclassing her to wizard to get more cold spells later. Because there quite, there's not that many cold spells, but there are some. And okay. Sanatar's Guide has quite a lot. So, since we can't choose the ice storm, we're just going to say that she doesn't really create an ice storm, it's just winter. Yeah, but it's cold and hostile environment, and if you have a gust of wind there, that would be an ice storm. It picks up snow, it picks up the elements around them. We'll uh, just go through which spells we're going to choose. So, just to clarify, she's a wild magic sorcerer at level 5. So she gets 5 cantrips. Yes. And those 5 cantrips should be... She'll touch... Just by the name, it sounds like something cold. Yes, it does. That would fit. We have a bone to pick with the Wizard of the Coast because apparently Chill Touch is not what it seems. No, it's Because uh, we thought it was touching someone and giving them some cold damage because that seems logical based on the name. Yeah, we didn't really do our research well there. Yeah, or bad on that part, but the Chill Touch actually is a distant spell with necrotic damage. And Elsa is not the necrotic Absolutely character. Not. No. So we have to try to pick another cantrip instead of Chill Touch. And every time you hear the noise, you know that it's not supposed to be Chill Touch, but this cantrip instead. And you have some suggestions, I think, Ben? Yes, I can only think about two, and perhaps not even two. It's the dancing lights. Every time you see a picture of Elsa, she seems to have... Some floating bright snow crystals near her could be dancing lights. Or prestidigitation, where she can instantly clean a surface, which doesn't really fit, but she's royal, she wants clean clothes. Uh, She can chill down one cubic foot of non-living material. She can create small illusory images or small tokens, which can be made of ice or frost or something. Or shower of sparks or puff of air or snow crystals. Just appearing in the air. She does that sometimes in the movie, I remember. I think perhaps prestidigitation can do more, so it could be more fun to have. Yes, it's a small touches. You yeah. just need to flavor them yourself. Yeah, so you can be a kind of a flashy character. Yeah. Okay, so every time you hear chill touch, just think prestidigitation. Except from now on. damage, of course. It doesn't really... It doesn't do damage, but hey, I think she does damage enough with other things. Yes. I'm thinking from the Senator's Guide Frostbite and perhaps Gust just to create winds. Is that a cantrip? Yes. And I think Ray of Frost, that's four. What should be the fifth? Are there any more frost base left? Oh, I don't think so. so. I think maybe Mending or Mage Hand could work. Yes, both could work. Mending as in building a snowman. Mending as in <laughs> fixing things with, with ice. Let's just go for that. Just, it's Mending. Just it fits. And she lives out in the wild and always is quite well dressed. Yeah, that's true. So, chill touch. And Ray of Frost. Mending from the player's handbook. And then you had the gust and frostbite from Santa's Sky. So, she knows six spells from uh, first level, second level, or third level. Max four from level one, three from level two, uh, or two from level three. 
I have the player's handbook uh, in front of me here. And you have Santa's guide. So we're going to choose some that we think might fit. And then we're going to decide which ones we're going to go for. There are two first level spells in Santa's worth mentioning. One that need to have. There's the absorb elements that would give her... But that works not only against cold and all elemental damage. That fits a bit wrongly. But it's the... Ice knife. Ice knife. Ice Throwing an ice knife that will explode and shatter and damage enemies. Perhaps witch bolt, but that's a lightning. Maybe we don't choose that many level 1 spells. Perhaps not. Is there some other that will I'd, fit with other I'd, parts of her character though? We could do magic missile. Yeah, we could do magic missile. I had that in the front of my mind as well. But then ice, ice knife is quite similar. Yeah, ice knife is a must. I think ice knife is a must. Yeah. And let's just take a look at the two. And then there's the alter self, which could be the changing of the dress, changing the hair. Perhaps not very effective as a spell, but it's true to the character. And then there's a gust of wind. Yes, that's a more powerful version of the gust. And there's, uh, of course, the phantasmal force which creates an illusion that feels real to the characters that's, or the persons that see it, that it's cast on. Yeah. And I think the snow giant could be a phantasmal force. Yes, just an illusion in their heads. Yeah, because the phantasmal force can damage people. Yeah, yeah. the damage from a snow giant would be cold damage. It would fit, it would. And of course you can have the, the illusion bit can fit also with the frozen landscapes, the... The castle? The castle. I think Phantasmal Force... It's definitely one worth thinking about. Yeah, you can create a creature or thing up to 10 feet, so perhaps not as big as in the movie. It's smaller giant. Yeah. 10 feet is still big. It is. I also thought perhaps Shatter... I'm not quite sure. No, see what they're thinking. The brittleness of metal and other things in the extreme cold. Yeah. Oh yeah, I also want to mention the cloud of daggers. It's not quite right, but if you think of the cloud of daggers as the spikes of ice that comes up from the ground. Just to reflavor it a bit. Just a touch. So now I've mentioned Alter Self, Cloud of Daggers. Just a wind, phantasmal force, and shatter. I think not shatter, but phantasmal force. I think we need to have and gust of wind. Yeah. Do you have any more second level from your list? Yes, I have one with a fantastic name. It's Snilox Snowball Swore. Flurry of magic snowballs. <laughs> Can you repeat that again? The second level evocation spell, Snilux Snowball Swarm. It might be the greatest named spell in the book. Uh, it creates a flurry of magic snowballs from a point you choose, and each creature in a 5 foot radius must make a dexterity saving throw or take 3d6 cold damage on a failed save. A swarm of snowballs erupts from a snow bank and hits people. That works better than uh, the Cloud of Daggers. And it needs the component a piece of ice or a small white rock chip. It's fun and fits. I'm not going to try to say the name of that spell, so let's just go for it. Snilox Snowball Swarm. Any other? No, I don't feel any Okay, more. so I think then Phantasmal Force and Snilox Snowball Force something and Gust of Wind. We might want to fill it up with Third level. Yeah, I know. But I think those three are our top three picks for second level. Yes, I can agree with it. Because I, don't, I think we only had one first level that we yes, really need. So perhaps one first level, three second level, and two third level. That's six. So 
Yeah, it could work. Yep. Yeah. So third level, there's uh, something called Sleet Storm. Yeah, that's fun because that's a storm with hail. Is that another word? Sleet? I'm not sure. Not quite. It's extremely cold rain that uh, makes the ground a slick ice. Yeah, it's quite different terrain. Quite irritating. Yeah, we know that one quite well in real life. Yeah, it feels like it hits Norway quite often. Couple of times and every winter. Yes, yeah, trying to fight during those conditions would be quite difficult. Yeah, just going up a hill is quite difficult. Yeah, just going to get the mail is quite difficult. Yes, and this will make a forty feet radius cylinder of sleet. Yeah. That's a big area. Forty feet radius, really? Yeah. It says a 20-foot tall cylinder, 40-foot radius, centered on a point you choose within 150 feet range, covered in slick ice, making it difficult terrain, have to make a dexterity throw or fall. Yeah, of course you have to. So, wow, alright. And if anyone is concentrating within the area, they need to make a constitution saving throw to lose concentration. So it's great against wizards as well. Wow, that that feels about right when I think about myself going on out on the ice in those conditions. Really have to concentrate. Maybe the major image, because that could be more the castle. If you're going to stay true to the character and what we see in the movie, I think major image will be the castle, and the phantasmal force will be the giant snowman, no, giant snow giant, the monster that she creates, and all of it's just wild magic happening. So, if I remember this correctly, one first level spell. Was that the ice knife? That's the ice knife. Yeah. And one first level, three second level spells, which is Phantasmal Force, Gust of Wind, and something something snowball something. Yeah, the Snilux Snowball Swarm. The Snilux Snowball Swarm. And then two third level spells, which is Sleet Storm and Major Image. Yeah. So, Ice Knife for the main damage spell. Yeah, the first level spell. Yeah, and Snilux Snowball Swarm is also damage. Phantasmal Force would give damage, Gust of Wind, yeah. Yeah, the Phantasmal Force is the Snow Giant, the Major Image is the Castle. It works. It works. Alright, so that's the class. I level 5. Wild Magic Sorcerer. As a sorcerer, she also gets meta magic, which uh, means that she can use some of her sorcery points. Yes, to make some changes to her spells. Yeah, make some spells better. She, yeah, she gets two, I believe, yeah. at this at level. At level 3 she gets two, and uh, some more at level 10 and 17. We're going to choose two of them. I, I feel like careful spell is, is good. It is good, and I think if but she I... had control, she would use it, but... In the movie, she really doesn't. No, she doesn't do it. She doesn't have the control. So it might be one of those that she... If you say that this is Frozen, if you play this character at the end of Frozen, this yeah. is what she does afterwards, then perhaps. she might have gained the control. But, but I, I think uh, perhaps the distant spell, uh, because she the phantasmal force uh, giant that she controls is quite a long distance from her, just as I thought, and she can also send the storm, the sleet storm, further away. Yes, she would then be able to send it 300 feet away. Or... 280 or something. That's one yeah. of those that are really annoying sometimes. That's a, That's a DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They eradicate. I believe you eradicated a hill giant before it reached you. Yeah. It was dead before they came to you. Yeah, that's right. So you're a big baddie. Didn't really do anything. It nope. was dead before they got to you. Okay, the other one I think is the twin spell. Because yes. uh, the, if you think about the ice knife, she Does points multiple. at uh, multiple persons at uh, one time. 
Or it could be the quicken spell. For it to be fast. Yeah, so it's a bonus action, not an action. One, yeah. one spell that could be a bonus action instead of an action. I because she seems to have it all figured out so she can cast it's it very fast. To her. It comes fast. Actually, I think perhaps quicken spell is better than distance spell. For, I thought. For I, think, I think so as well, really. I thought about the subtle spell. So she can throw a spell without stop singing. Yeah. She can continue singing. She doesn't need the verbal component. But she does this... Somatic. Yes, she does the somatic, but that's S- just for fun. Hence, she doesn't stop well, singing. But I still, I feel perhaps the quicken spell and the... Twinned spell. No, the quickened spell and the distant spell. Really? I think the twin spell. Twinned and quickened? Yeah. So fast and double? Yeah. That's quite... Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting combination. Yeah, and I think she's not really a fighter how we created her. No, so she's maybe not. This she needs could the be... ice knife quite often. Yeah, so this could be the edge to make her a fun character to play in a combat as well. How would that make the Snillux snowball swarm now? Let's see. You could cast it as a bonus action. Bonus action and twin it? No, that's just twin if the first tar- one. The twinning spell is only if there's... If targets one creature. Yeah, so that was not work on that spell. No. Elsa from Frozen is... Uh, Sorcerer with wild magic, level 5, and she has the quickened spell and the twin spell that she can use her sorcerer points on. Feats. Elsa is a human variant, a level 5 sorcerer, which means that she can get up to two feats. There's one I believe we both are thinking about. And that is the elemental adept. Because that means she can make her attacks. Cold damage attacks, if you want to choose cold. I don't see any reason for choosing anything else. And it ignores the resistance to dash damage types. So if you meet an enemy that is resistant to cold damage, not anymore. And in addition, when you roll damage for it, you can treat any one of the damage dice as a two. Yeah, so you make more damage. Yes. Even if you make a bad die throw. Yeah, it's good for her. It fits. It's not really a feat I would usually choose for a character myself. No, but and it's And I don't perfect. think I would do it with cold. It's perfect for Elsa, though. It is perfect for her. I don't think there's very many other no. feats that really works, but I have found one. And that is the spell Sniper. I see, yeah. It's better at hitting. Yeah. With the ice knives and the snowballs. So, if uh, the spell requires you to make an attack roll... The range is doubled, since we did not choose that one for the social for the point. Metamagic. Metamagic, yeah. it works. And you can ignore half and three-quarter co- covers. And you learn one extra cantrip. From either bard, cleric, druid, social warlock, or wizard. So we have to... That's be interesting. Perhaps yeah. you should look at another spell list. I was thinking about the war cost, so she can cast spells in the middle of combat easier. Not being distracted, gaining advantage on constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. She already has constitution saving throw proficiency from the sorcerer. I did not think about that because of the name, War. Yes. Because she's not quite in a war in the movie, that's why I just But it also means she can perform the somatic components of the spell with weapons and shields, and that's not fitting. She doesn't use that many weapons that I can remember. I see that point in the first... Part of it. When a hostile creature's movement provokes an opportunity re- attack, you can use that reaction to cast a spell instead of a melee or an opportunity attack. Yeah. Spells are usually not covered in the opportunity attack space, but she can use the opportunity attack uh, with spells. So both of those can be fitting. Should we take a look at the cantrip list? I think we and should. See if, look at the spell list and see if there's one spell that sticks out that she need, really, really needs. We can do that really quickly. 
Well, there's a lot of cantrips to choose from, but uh, this feat says that we have to use an attack cantrip. Yes, I don't feel like any of those cantrips are necessary. I found one cantrip that I feel fits, but it's not an attack. And I just want to mention it, because that's Spare the Dying. That's see, yeah. what she does with uh, Anna, kind of. In a way, but I don't feel like we should go the magic initiate just to get it. I agree. It's a bit overkill. Yeah. So I feel perhaps if we go for an extra feat... We'll go for the Warcaster instead. Warcaster instead. So two feats then. Yes, the Warcaster and the Elemental Adept. With, of course, Cold as the chosen type of damage. Ability score. So how strong is Elsa? I can't really recollect any feats of strength. She's been kept in a room most of her upbringing, so... Perhaps making the snowman is about most physical she's been. I don't think she's a weak character that she can't lift a box of chocolate or something. But perhaps nine, just to make her a bit lower than, lower than normal. Yeah, I would feel that can fit. She's a bit stronger perhaps than a normal peasant. Yeah. Because she's had better eating and better upbringing, but that's it. And I believe peasants and PCs are put at about eight at everything, so... And a normal person is about 10. Yeah, so. at least a normal adventure is a 10. So I think 9 is good enough. Dexterity. Yeah, how dexterous is she? Normal, I think. Yeah, but she manages to... It's part of her magic in a way. But she can stand on ice and run on ice quite easily. But Yeah, that's true. So it, it's that bit. It's the only thing I'm thinking about. I think we could boost her dexterity based on that. She slide down? Oh, she, she uses it more as... I don't really think she has really high dexterity. Perhaps uh, 12, so she gets a plus 1. Yeah. Still, perhaps it's a bit high. 11. 11, just to put her a bit above average. Because of the handling on us. Okay, so her constitution, again, it's the magic, but she can stand the cold. The cold never bothered her anyway. Yeah, she can stand the cold. She manages to trek through the cold. Yep. I don't feel the constitution should be high. No, but I think maybe higher than both higher strength than and dex. I feel so. Yeah, 13 perhaps. Yeah, 13. I can agree on 13. She's a variant human, so she gets a plus one for two abilities. Well, we're going to bake that into the numbers we say anyways. Yeah, just, it doesn't uh, really matter, but it's, we usually think about it. And she needs concentration. She needs constitution to concentrate. She needs constitution to concentrate, she does. But she gets the warcaster to help her, and she has she has the proficiency bonus from being a sorcerer. So she doesn't really need that high to still get quite good. Okay, so 13 then? Works for me. As a sorcerer, what's her uh, spellcasting? It's charisma. It's charisma. Okay. And that fits with her being... She's, she's the ruler, and she's been trained from birth. So charisma would be her main stat, I feel. Yeah. But intelligence... Homeschooled, I guess, since she's been... Yes, this is homeschooled in another time. Yes, another time when homeschooled in, at the royal court. Perhaps yeah. it's quite... I, th I think her intelligence is about normal. I can't see her knowledge being very good at anything. Just... No, I can't remember her having any great feats of intelligence. Not as she's seen in the movie. She's having a normal intelligence. I think 10. I think that would be okay, really. 10. Okay, then it's wisdom. That's something other than uh, her knowledge. It's more of the perception. She notices people coming near her castle, but I can't really remember. She has problems seeing through the snowstorm, doesn't she? 
Oh, she? I don't remember really. I can't remember any really great feats of perception. It's, or the a, other way. it's survival. I think she can survive quite well. Yes. She just runs away without anything and she survives. So wisdom is awareness, intuition and insight. So I, th- I think it's a survival thing. And that she, she realizes that she can't stay in the castle because everyone's out to get her. That's why she gets away. That's both insight and awareness and intuition, I think. Yeah. I think it could be. It's perhaps one of her higher stats. But not very high. No. Thir- 13, 14 maybe? 13 is a plus one. I feel that's that sounds about right. It's quite uh, different to think about uh, this character compared to the other characters we've been talking about. Because all the other characters have been overpowering. Yes. And this one is more like a real character. A character that maybe you could see yourself playing without having to discuss anything with a DM. And perhaps that's also why she resonates with people or with small girls, really. because Small they... girls and uh, also grown men like us, I think. Yeah. There's something about the sentiment of being independent and being true to yourself. Yes, that yeah. part. But she's not overpowered in any way, so you, you feel like you can step into her shoes. Yeah, you, you can identify. She's human, in a way. That the but, other characters we have had are superhumans. Yeah. She's human, but with the twist. She got the abilities she can't really control. So making her a meta, human. Meta-human. <laughs> making her human is fitting. But her charisma, that's yeah. the important one. Yeah, and I think that's where she excels. She is intimidating. And she's been trained to be a ruler. She is well-loved by the people in the beginning and in the end. And she manages to... To gain the people's trust again. So and that's quite a good feat. To being the terror that has wrecked the land. And, and she being hunted and then people she, accepting her again. And she gains the confidence. That's also important. Because the charisma is more about leadership and confidence and yeah. believing in yourself. So maybe a 15? Making others believe in you. 15 or 16? Because it's not just the willpower, it's also the magic use. And she's good at it. And we have low scores for everything else. So 16 then? 16 I feel is good. So if you roll the character and got these numbers, you probably would not be satisfied. But (laughs) it feels right for Elsa. I would not be satisfied also because 9 is the lowest. I like to have one really low stat just to make playing the character easier. 9 as the lowest is a bit boring, I feel. Yeah, but if you have 9 or 8, it doesn't really matter because it's a minus 1. Yeah, I usually like to have it even lower. She is, without a doubt, the lowest ability score yeah character we have had so strength is uh, her lowest at uh, nine which gives her a minus one for the uh, skill check she has an 11 in dex 12 in constitution 10 in intelligence 13 in wisdom and a 16 in charisma and her saving throws are in that is in constitution and charisma yeah so that works because then she can use that for uh, concentration the saving throw right yes constitution saving throw for concentration spells yes Alignment. Is Elsa an evil character? No, she's clearly not evil. We mentioned that she might be seen as a villain, but that's not her core. The villainous act, I feel, is uh, wild magic. Yeah. It's an accident. And it's that through all of her life. It's an accident that happened. Accidents that damages Elsa. Yeah. She's not neutral either, I feel. She's a good character. Yeah, she is. And she leaves for the good of the people and the good of her sister and the self-sacrifice. She tries to do the right thing. It's just quite hard when everyone's out to get you. <laughs> and she only fights back when she has to. Yeah. And she's it's, attacked. It's also always defensive. Except perhaps the monster that she creates. But I don't think she controls it to kill. 
No, she... Just scare loses, people away. Yeah, and she's frightened, loses control a bit. Yeah, I think perhaps lawful good do the right thing as is expected by society. The society doesn't accept her at the start, but when she is queen, she does what they expect. She creates an ice skate rink. <laughs> yeah, stuff. perhaps. Yeah. Yes. So she's a good ruler when she comes to that conclusion. Yeah, chaotic good. She would have more. She would have little regard for what others expect. And she finds out that I cannot be the queen that the people want, so mm. she advocates in a way. Yeah, I think she goes from being chaotic good to lawful good because she wants to be herself. She needs to be herself uh, at the point, but then she realizes that other people need her as well to, mm. to lead. Perhaps good then? Perhaps. Perhaps lawful good is good. Then. I think yeah, yeah. any one of the good alignments will good fit. fit. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the character arc, the character development. Perhaps we should just put down lawful good. I think lawful good. Background. Okay, so what the background does Elsa come from? I well, think she's noble. She is noble because she's a queen. Yeah. Her parents were the king and the queen. And before if her. your parents are king and queen, you have a noble background. Yeah. But we have talked about that before. Yes. Being having a background from nobility doesn't make that a defining trait. It does not. But perhaps more in this case. Because when you see the personality traits, the ideals and stuff, there's a lot to be said about the noble. But I want to wait with that. I want to mention another one. Yes, First. perhaps we are going to mention the same one. I think so. Shall we say it on three? Yeah. One, two, three. Hermit. Definitely. A life in seclusion. She chooses to leave the society to figure out who she is. And she also does that during her entire upbringing. Yeah. Staying in the room. That's and true. the whole song about building a snowman. The only contact she has with her sister is through a keyhole. Yeah. That's quite secluded. Yeah. And definitely. the castle is quite empty of servants. She doesn't interact with anyone so and hermit fits quite well yeah that part of it one of the personality traits for the hermit is i feel tremendous empathy for all who suffer good fit i can't really see a second personality trait no but there's others uh, like uh, for the ideals greater good perhaps my gift are meant to be shared with all not used for my own benefit that's what she realizes in the end at least yes she can use it for good and of course the bond i entered seclusion to hide from the ones who might still be hunting me I must someday confront them. Is mm-hmm. it's a plot summary of the movie in a way? Or my isolation gave me great insight into a great evil that only I can destroy. Yeah, if, and if you think of herself as that great evil, yes, the self awareness and using the power for good. It fits. Yes, and for the flaw. Now that I've returned to the world, I enjoy its delights a little too much. We don't know how she, what's what happens to her, but perhaps she overeats on ice cream and or skates too much. I like to keep it secret. I want to share them with anyone. She's maybe she still Secretive? has some secret. Probably. I think we also should mention for the ideal power. Solitude and contemplation are paths towards mystical or magical power. That's uh, yeah. kind of what, yeah. It also is fitting. It's uh, kind of iffy at some points. Yeah. We have to stretch. I think the noble is more fitting in a way. Yeah, it's easier to find personality traits and so on for the noble. And from the feature the noble. from the hermit is a great discovery. And there's only one thing she she discovers in a way. It's her magical talents. That she can stand on her own two feet. That's also second discovery, you can say. The, fe- the feature of the noble are your noble birth. Yeah. Welcome in high society. People assume you have the right to be wherever you are. The common folk accommodate you. It's, it fits. It does. Being a queen. And she is a queen in every sense of the word. If you see, like, the British queen, there's no doubt that she's a queen. Yeah. I think it's quite the same here. 
There's no doubt that Elsa is the queen. So, a noble background. We need to choose some personality traits then. The common folk love me for my kindness and generosity. Perhaps at the end of the movie? Yes. I take great pains to always look in my best and follow the latest fashions. I think that's fun because of the frozen dress that yeah, she makes. Yeah, can always change it up. I don't feel she is one to follow the fashions though. I think she creates it. Creates the fashion. Yeah, perhaps. Other people will try and copy her. I will feel there's a sweat. Uh, and perhaps, despite my noble birth, I do not place myself above other folk. We all have the same blood. That's quite a Disney. Yeah, it's very Disney. Very Disney. That's a Disney queen. So perhaps common folk love me and... Number six. We all have the same blood. Yeah. Common folk love her and she loves the common folk. For the ideal, I think uh, independence is one of them. I must... It's the one, I think. Yeah, I, I must prove that I can handle myself without the coddling of my family. Yes, I agree. It's a chaotic one, though. But that is perhaps from her chaotic face. Yeah, it is. It's from the start when she has to yeah, when she... rip herself from the society to find out who she really is. Before she gets more lawful. So. Yeah. Or the other family. Blood runs thicker than water. She abandons everything to save her sister. She does. That's also really, really fitting. And I feel perhaps family is more fitting. I agree. Because that fits throughout the whole movie. Also the end. And it fits with her personality traits. Her bond. Then I think, again, nothing is more important than the other members of my family. The only other member of her family is her sister. And that is the most important person in her life. I will face any challenge to win the approval of my family. No, I don't I think... I don't feel she wants to win the approval. No. So, still... So I think nothing is more important than the other family. Yes, and family. I don't think also that the common folk must see me as a hero of the people. She doesn't really care that she must be seen as a hero. No, she just because throughout her journey, be she knows herself. She yeah. doesn't need approval from anybody else. Yeah, no, I agree. Number three. And lastly, the flaw. She freezes the whole country. <laughs> By my word and action, I often bring shame to my family. Perhaps in the start. Perhaps that is... Her parents is quite ashamed of her because of her power. Yeah, because I don't see, feel really the flaws fitting that well. I don't think she even secretly or knows that anyone is beneath her. I hide a truly scandalous secret that could ruin my family forever. She if... does, but not in the end. No, it's not middle. a secret anymore. No, the secret is out. Yeah. So the flaw is gone, and that's no use anymore. I think yeah. by the words and actions, I often bring shame to my family. Not often, but that's how our parents feel about it. The parents is dead. Of course, her sister wouldn't care. She's perhaps more free and more rebellious than her sister again. Perhaps, uh, perhaps I, hide, I hide a truly scandalous secret that could ruin my family forever. If you think about the Disney family, <laughs> just... Uh... <laughs> I don't think any of this really fit at all. That's why I think right. my action I often bring shame to yeah, my family. Yeah, it's the closest one. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't fit, but it's the closest one. Alright, so Elsa is a noble. No shock there. Skill proficiency. So now we're going to see which uh, skills she is proficient in. She already has the history and persuasion from the noble. And she gets one from human variant. And she gets to choose between two uh, for the sorcerer. Choose yeah. between arcana, deception, insight, intimidation, persuasion and religion. Think intimidation and insight. Intimidation and insight. How about arcana? Gains a lot of knowledge about her condition, but perhaps not more outside her herself. No, perhaps I don't think arcana so. Arcana wouldn't fit that well. I don't think so. I think... Uh, she's not deceptive. Insight? Insight, I think she 
understands why yeah. that people are frightened of her. And she managed to frighten people quite easily. Religion doesn't really fit. And history is perhaps because of her upbringing. She learned the history of her people. She had to do something locked in a room. Reading yeah. history books and could the, fit. What was the other one from Deception, was it? Uh, persuasion. Persuasion. That could also be kind of a noble thing. Noble thing. We have one free choice. From the human variant, we can choose something. Shall we go through them all? Yeah, just, just quick, uh, quickly. Acrobatics. Go. Nope. Animal handling. Nope. Arcana. Nope. Athletics. Perhaps. She has a negative score in athletics. Yeah, so Does she need a positive score? Does she do athleticism? She doesn't really climb around outside the castle that her sister does. She manages to stand upright. That's... Doesn't she take a sword? Hold a sword away from Anna from the end scene? Oh, never mind. Deception? Okay. No, I don't think so. Not really. Investigation? Can't say, see it, no. Medicine, then. Yeah, perhaps medicine. Perhaps medicine. Nature? Perhaps nature. It's also one perception. Perhaps perception as well. She has a plus one in perception. Yeah. And the performance, she sings a lot. She only yeah. has a plus three in the performance. But And then religion, Yeah. sleight of hand, stealth, and survival. She, she manages to survive quite a long time outside, but she, she manages to make herself a house, though. But I, th- I think just to keep the character as close to the real character yeah. in the movie, which is a musical, I think performance. Yeah, I think I think so. Just because, why not? It's... Yeah, why not? We'll give the player an ability to just sing a lot. Yeah, and if you choose to multiclass to a bard later, it would be quite fitting. Yeah, I agree. Let's put the performance in it. That will make her a plus three in history, plus four in insight, plus six in intimidation, and in performance, and in persuasion. All plus six. Not that bad. Should we mention something about the... Language or other things that's... Yeah, she gets one language from noble and one language from being human. And, of course, we know that the giant language are based on Norse language. So, just giant as an inside joke? Yeah, as an inside joke. Why not? She creates a giant. Yeah. So she can make her speak giant. Yes. And we let just the last one stand so people can choose whatever will fit both. And she gets one type of gaming set from noble. Building a snowman? Is that a gaming tool? <laughs> no. Perhaps she has had a chessboard and run around the table playing yeah, one side and the other side. Yeah, some dice game or something. Doesn't really matter. No, let's just leave it open. Summary. Elsa is a human sorcerer with wild magic. She's a level 5. We might need to rewrite the wild magic table to make it more elementally her. I would do that. Yeah, because, because that would be fun. We think now that uh, both thing that makes the whole country, or the city at least, uh, winter, is wild magic. And that Olaf, the snowman, is also a product of the wild magic. That's why he's alive and not uh, connected to Elsa. If not, we would need to have her at a level almost 20 at least to yeah. get that to work. She is not really strong, but quite charismatic. She is good at the charismatic things. Yeah. Performance, persuasion and intimidation. She's a noble. She's the queen of Arendelle. And she should definitely be a bit away from the fight. Yeah, because uh, her constitution and dexterity is quite low, so both her HP and AC is what? Yeah, she has an armor class of 10. Because we haven't given an armor. She runs around in a dress. So she should pick up magic armor as fast as she can, really, if she wants to stay alive. Yeah, you should uh, should perhaps find a way to get something. Yes, or take away one of those we have and put in the magic armor. And the hit points are 27. Which is quite low for a 5th level, level character. character. That's quite low. You might die in first hit in combat. So yeah, stand way back. Use stand, your magic. Stand way back and use the something something of the snowball something. Yes, use the Snilox snowball swarm. 
use the ray of frost and the ice knife. Use gust or window gust to push the enemies away from you. Use phantasmal force to create a creature that can fight for you. Yes, and if they get close, she'll touch. She's elemental adept, so she does extra damage from all of her cold spells, which are now most of her spells. All the cold damage spells will ignore resistance and they will do a bit more damage because everyone is a two. And she has the Warcaster that gives her advantage on maintaining the concentration of spells, even when she's being damaged. Though if she's damaged she'll probably die. It's hard to keep your concentration dead. But she has quickened spells, we can cast spells quickly and she has twin spells so she can cast them at several people. So she's a burst of magic. I think it would be fun to play this character if you play with other characters that can protect her. Yeah, she needs she needs someone to take the punches. Alright, so this is our version of Elsa as a D&D character. And we hope that perhaps someone will try to play her and give us a feedback. Let it go, let it, go. it would be awesome if you could uh, rate us and write a review on iTunes and other places you get this podcast. And uh, we are open to suggestions. So if you have any suggestions to characters that we can make into D&D characters, you can send them in to us. Email Batman is a what at gmail.com or as a tweet at Batman underscore what or on our Facebook site. Or you can leave a comment at our Podbean site Batman is what.podbean.com. If you have any other question or just want to say hello, you can do that as well. We would love it if you could give us a rating and write perhaps a review. As long as it's a good one. <laughs> of course. If you don't like us and have listened so far, then what are you doing? Exactly. Perhaps tell your friends uh, if you think they would like the show. We know it's kind of a small niche, but that's why we need you to tell your friends that might like this kind of stuff. Leave a review on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Cole never bothered me anyway. <laughs> Batman is a what? And Batman, he's a monk because he studied under Ra's al Ghul. It's way of the shadow.